Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you. Happy holidays, everybody. It's a Wednesday. John McClain will join us at 8 o'clock today. We'll get back to J.J. Watt retiring at the uh, top of the hour. You want to weigh in, 713-572-4610. So here's where we are with the Texans. On the heels of a victory over the Titans this weekend, mm. um, I have not seen anywhere the what the computers are saying about their chances of getting the number one overall pick. However... As we were, as we were, uh, as we were bathing in the glory of eighty-five percent and ninety percent chances of getting the number one overall pick, it was one Seth C. Payne that pointed out. You know what? Fifteen percent chances of not getting the number one overall pick ain't nothing. It is something. And yeah. Now, and, now, yeah. and now, and now, a win. My guess is those computers that were giving the Texans an, an eighty-five to ninety percent chance of getting the number one overall pick a few weeks ago. We're not counting on the Titans being a Malik Willis led group that looked that that looked like a team that was in the same category as the Texans right now. This is where I think uh, people that felt a little too confident in the Texans' chances of getting the number one overall pick underestimated two things. One, they underestimated uh, just how bad football other football teams can be, uh, but two. It's that uh, this 17-game season really, really turns it into a a battle of, like, emaciated rosters where it's just that much. There's a, it's not like a, it's not like in any given week there's a 117th chance that somebody's going to put, get put on IR. The further you go along in the season, guys get more physically battered, but then also, it just becomes more of a feeling of what's the use. So I think with that one extra week for teams to start thinking, all right, what's the use? And okay, we're we're past the point where anybody even gives a damn whether we're tanking or not. It's you know, it's the it's the Rockets throwing the last twenty games to get a Lajuan. Did anybody really care other than the other the, the teams that they were competing with for a Lajuan? No. Nope. It's the last it's the last quarter of the season. Guys, guards, they people start going on IR wholesale, and it's um and that's what the Texans are up against. With uh, now they're not going to see that with the Jaguars because the Jaguars, the Jaguars have nothing to gain by winning this this game. But they're also, I think, psychologically at a point where it benefits them to just try to keep winning. Football keep it games. going, yeah, yeah. They're not they're not a team that's like been there and done that. Yep. So I think that they'll be motivated. The Colts. Are an abomination. Yeah. The Colts are just a disc. And, and rolling out like Nick Foles, Nick Foles isn't the guy. And as bad no. as Matt Ryan has been, Nick Foles looks like somebody who doesn't even understand why he's out on the football field. Yep. I don't know if he was just. I think it almost feels like the buzz is that somehow Nick Foles was 
totally thinking he was just going to be a practice squad type guy this year. And the fact that he's even playing right now um, <laughs> instead of uh, instead of a younger guy, for instance, he's just it's it's bad. It's bad. And he was told after the game, get ready to go in six days. So we don't know for sure that he's going to be playing this week. But, okay. Uh, Texans have a very good chance of beating the Colts in, in week 17. They do. They do. Now, we should point out, if they lose to the Jags this weekend and the Bears beat the Lions this weekend, which could yeah. happen, um, the Texans will get the number one overall pick. I mean, it's it's precariously close right now to them losing the pick, and yet all they have to do is lose to a, a much better Jags team and have the Bears pull off what would be a mild upset. The Bears, I believe, are five-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Lions yeah. this week, and the Lions are perfectly capable of losing to the Bears. Um, then they get the number one overall pick in Week 18 – won't matter at all. The worst the pick can be, real quick, Seth. The worst, no, the worst the pick can be is fifth. The Texans will be picking. They can win out, and they will be picking no lower than fifth overall. Fifth, fifth. Ooh. People will be marching in the streets, apoplectic with rage over uh, the Texans finishing strong if they end up with a fifth That's overall no joke. pick. Yeah, <laughs> you lost us four. You lost us four draft slots, Casario. Well, and yet, you son know, of a bitch. And yet, excuse the, my language, kids. The, don't use that language. That's their their kids are in bed right now. It's holiday. I was plus I was doing the the voice of an outraged fan, not right. me myself. Not I would you. never use such language. Of course right? not. Of course not. You would only do it impersonating somebody. Um, yes. So um, that's the thing when, that I think about. Like, boy, if if Nick Casario really likes Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud enough to take them number one, um. If you are picking fifth, you're going to have to give up significant draft capital to move up and get them, like probably multiple yeah. first-round picks. And that's the thing where if you if you, if you you fed Nick Casario truth serum and said, hey, Nick, we'll give you two first-round picks if you just lose these last two games, he would probably say, oh, hell yeah, I'll, I'll gladly yeah. take those. Because yeah. if, if you mess around and win these games and you're picking four spots lower than you need to to get one of these quarterbacks, that's the price. That's the cost to move up. It's going to be multiple draft picks. And moving up four spots at that part of the draft for a quarterback, pricey as hell. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's, um, it, and there's the other thing, too, is like when people start trying to, you know, talk about tanking for 2023 for Caleb Williams or something, you got to remember, it's not so easy to be the worst team in the NFL. Even if, even if teams were flat out 100% unabashedly tanking, at some point, those teams face each other, and somebody's got to win or, or tie the game or whatever. There's going to be some kind of a tiebreaker. So um, it's just not so simple. And this, these are the difficult uh, d- difficult decisions you find yourself in. These are, the, the, oh, no, just, these are the times we're in right now. Um, I was just thinking about what might have been if um, – if somehow the Rockets hadn't gotten Olajuwon. I mean, they could have taken Michael Jordan, I suppose. Yeah, he wound up being good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam Bowie, I guess. Would they have taken Sam Bowie or uh, – uh, no, They would They would have taken Jordan because they already had Ralph Sampson. I don't think they would have twin-towered it with Sam Bowie. I don't know, Sean. A guard? I mean, what's a guard do for you? Yeah. It's a league of big men, Sean. <laughs> true. It's 1984. What are you even thinking? Dude, Bar- you take the big man every day. Uh, Barkley was the fifth pick in that draft. I mean, you had Barkley, Jordan, and Olajuwon in that top five. That's uh, He's not championship DNA. I'm an Alvin <laughs> Robertson guy myself. Oh, my God. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother ball of wax. Otis um, Thorpe. Yeah. Yeah. There was, no, that, was, uh, that 84 draft was pretty good. I think John Stockton was in there a little bit later on. Um, Screw Stockton. He was cancer. A good, he's a good player. He's cancer. a cancer. <laughs> um, so 
I would say as recently as probably like three weeks ago. Okay, right before the Dallas game, because you're coming off of that Cleveland game where Kyle Allen just handed the game to the Browns. Um, you you have a chance to upset the Browns and, and really spoil Deshaun Watson's debut as the Browns quarterback. I would say at that point, Seth, that the 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 Texans were a clear favorite to get the number one overall pick. Lovey Smith was getting fired. Pep Hamilton was getting fired. Davis Mills had been demoted and was getting his job back, but it had been pretty well established that he was not going to be the guy for next season in 2023. Hell, he's splitting, literally split the snaps 50-50 with Jeff Driscoll in the Cowboy game. Like, literally. The Mill (laughs) The Mill school. They each had 33 snaps in that game. Now here we are. They almost beat the Cowboys. Probably should have beat the Cowboys. They almost beat the Chiefs. They actually do beat the Titans, and now they're sitting on the cusp of two two winnable games. I mean, the Jags are playing well, but they can win that game, the Texans. And as you point out, the Colts are playing like one of the worst teams in football right now. Um, are are those four things, like how confident are we? Like Pep's getting fired. I'm not worried about that one. I, I don't think he'll be back. But the number one overall pick is now in jeopardy. The question is, has, has Lovey Smith... Is Lovey Smith coaching his way back into being the coach of this team in 2023? I think there's a good chance that he is. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a couple things matter. One is one is which head coaches are available and interested. And I and I know I know because uh, it's easy and justifiable and actually correct to be dismayed about the current state of the Texans. On paper and for other reasons, it's actually a pretty desirable spot compared to, say, the Denver Broncos. Yes. Where the Denver Broncos have a big old mess on their hands. Where the Texans, there's very much a clean slate, and it comes down to, okay, how comfortable do I feel with Nick Casario and Cal McNair? Uh, that those two guys, can, can, can a prospective head coach feel good about those guys? Yeah, I so, would, I would want to know what they're thinking about that number one overall pick, too. If I were interviewing the, for the job, the coaching candidate, yeah, the coaching yeah. candidate. I, w- I mean, it's a question. They may not yeah. be forthcoming about it because they're those candidates are probably going to talk to other teams and, and yeah. maybe end up coaching one of those other teams. Um, but I would ask the question. So then the other problem is, all right, if Lovey's going to stay, let's say that they prefer Lovey Smith. Who's your answer at offensive coordinator? Right. Who's the solution? You know. And is it one of your cronies from back in the day? Because that's not the correct answer. That's correct. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not to take some, somebody from the 2000-era Bears and uh, say that they never got the chance they deserved or anything. It's got to be some young whiz kid. They don't take no crap from nobody. Somebody that's, somebody that's almost like unbearable to deal with, but he's a damn genius. Yes. That's what I want. So, a Todd Haley, damn it. Hey, man. Get Todd Haley before he went... Fuck wild crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, like content-wise, that would actually be kind of fun. Um, what about Davis? Is Davis, uh, is he playing Who's his that? way? Davis Mills? Never heard of him. <laughs> okay, well, that answers that question. No, no, Davis Mills is in an unfortunate position where he was drafted as a third-round quarterback onto a team with no quarterback. And that's, it's really unfortunate. I think if you were to look at Davis Mills over these past couple years and say, if he'd had to play in spot duty because Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback and he always gets injured, I think a lot of people would look at Davis Mills as, you know what? Yeah, the kid, you know, the kid might have something. It's just going to take some time to develop. But you, he was thrust into a position that displayed exactly why he was a third rounder and not a first rounder. Yep. So, like we've said all along, he's a slow burn. He's going to be a slow burn as far as a quarterback developer goes. 
um, or development project goes. And I don't, I don't think you throw the baby out with the bathwater with Davis Mills. He also, I, like, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to be a locker room distraction or anything if he loses the starting job. I don't think, I think so either. He's going to keep his head down and you know plug along and go about his business, and then maybe ends up being whether it's Kirk Cousins or uh, you know I mean Geno Smith after yeah. all these years. Um, one of those types of stories. Text message, few of them to the trailer wheel and frame text page. Nice to hear that. Good to be back. Um, if the Texans, this is from four zero eight zero. If the Texans pick second behind Chicago. Would the Bears pick a QB? Um, so let's let's go through that here. Hypothetically, if the Bears finish with the first overall pick. Right now the Texans are a half a game ahead of the Bears for the first overall pick in the draft. Let's say the Texans are picking two. The, the, the Bears are picking first. Would the Bears pick a QB? Probably not. I think they're no. I think Justin Fields is is probably he's done enough to where they're encouraged by him. The problem would be teams trading up and, and leapfrogging the Texans. That's the issue. You know, I think, uh, in somebody Chicago, wants Bryce Young bad enough, they're going right. to leapfrog the Texans. Yeah. In Chicago, they're probably having that discussion about, oh boy, I wonder if we really should have hired a defensive-minded head coach to uh, to be the, the the custodian and the steward of a young quarterback who needs a lot of seasoning. You know, right now Justin Fields is at that level where he just he's got to take a few steps up before to to actually be an, a real NFL quarterback. They've kind of They've kind of used up all the little gadgets they can do. It's kind of like with, with Tua in Miami. Uh, t- the word is out on exactly what he can and can't do and what exactly – I mean, Miami is um, – I-, I think there's a team – the team that would most threaten the Texans as far as trading up with Chicago to get a quarterback I could be Indianapolis yep. would be the – biggest insult of all insults yeah indianapolis atlanta the, the rams don't have enough draft picks to do it oh no there's uh there's is with detroit anyway yep uh, that's a that's the one positive development is it looks like detroit might have uh, talked themselves into j- staying with jared goff absolutely absolutely um text message trailer wheel and frame text page um texts are coming in fast and furious for a holiday week why does this game this weekend not matter to the Jags or the Titans again. Uh, why do their games not matter this weekend? Because they're both seven and eight right now, and regardless of what the outcomes of these games are, the way the tiebreakers shake out, the winner of that Week 18 game is it's winner take all. You know the, J- the, the Jags yeah, because can... they play each other in the last week. That's yeah. right. That's so right. If they end up, if they both end up eight and nine, um, the, the Jaguars like even if the if the if the Jags win this week but lose next week to the Titans, they're not in the playoffs. That's right. If they lose this week but then beat the Titans, they're in the playoffs. So it all comes down to just that. And they can't improve their seeding at all uh, by that. Yeah, so they're, they're stuck. Just, they're going to be the worst division winner on the AFC. They're the, they're the Bucks of the American football That's conference. right. Yeah, they're, they're oh, just... yeah. Go ahead. Seattle. Seattle's the team I forgot to mention as far as Oh, quarterback-wise, yeah. And yet, Seattle, which, oh my gosh. and yet, and yet, their quarterback is in the Pro Bowl this year. I know, I know. It's <laughs> crazy. I know. I would, boy, I just obviously, I want the Texans to get the quarterback they want. In an ideal world, for me to be able to just enjoy the train wreck that is Denver, both CJ Stroud and Bryce Young would end up being awesome quarterbacks because mm-hmm. that would mean that this, the Texans could get their quarterback. But the Seahawks could also, after trading and getting a, a an incredible bounty from Denver to get 
out of their issue, to get out of their problem. Yes. The Seahawks were just trying to get out of their problem. Yes. And then if they end up with a replacement for Russell Wilson, who ends up being even better with those very draft picks, oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh. I'm glad you brought this up because while we were gone, while you and I were on vacation, Nathaniel Hackett was fired, as we as we pointed out. Had you ever heard of such a thing before? That, that, that what happened in Denver with the defensive coordinator saying no to the interim head coaching job? Have you ever heard a coordinator turn down an interim head coaching job before? I don't, not, not off the top of my head. I know that the Browns had a hard time giving away the coaching job, the head coaching job, like the full-time head coaching job. Yeah. Guys were turning down $25 million guaranteed dollars because the, the Browns were such a, so bad. a cesspool and such a, like a dead-end destination. Yeah. So um, that's, like, that's the more egregious example, I would guess. But uh, not, that I, not that I can recall, but I bet it's happened more than it's been reported. It, it probably hasn't been. It's probably gone unreported before, yes. It goes on your career record. You yeah. Know? Like, if I'm like a prospective head coach, I don't want to start off 0-3. Uh, that, that, that's a big deal. And, that's, and that's, that's what I think is going on in Denver. For those who didn't see this, George Payton is the GM of the Denver Broncos. He informed the players earlier this week that the team offered the interim head coaching job to defensive coordinator Giro Averro, um, who decided with two weeks left it was best for the team if he just keeps working with the defense. Averro will be a candidate for head coaching jobs, including in Denver. That smacks to me, Seth, of I do not want that Russell Wilson stink on my coaching resume. (laughs) Like, I don't want anything to do with this. Nope. Um, You know, the other thing that happens, too, like, D'Amico Ryans did this last year. He he started, he took, I think he took one interview, and then he turned the rest down because he felt, I think at the time he said he just felt like he needed another year, Um, which I think is very fair, but I wonder if part of it, too, was, a diplomatic way of saying, like, these jobs that I'm being considered for right now are not jobs that I want. Mm-hmm. D'Amico's already made a good chunk of money, and I think him being very, very careful about stepping into a, a good situation is probably more important to him than, than getting that first grab at, uh, at, a, at a huge job. And yet the job he did interview for, the team he did interview with, yeah. was the Minnesota Vikings, who are 12-3 and three right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? that one, And that one, I wonder if he just it was a matter of, I can't remember if he was still in contention for it or not. I don't either. I think he may have pulled out before I, they got down to nut cutting time. Yeah, there was uh, there were some interesting stories written about that Minnesota one, including yep. when Harbaugh interviewed there. According to one person in the organization, it sounded like Harbaugh walked in just pretty much expecting that, like, well, it's my job if I want it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> are we surprised? Which is how it should be. That, that's that's the way you want. should walk through life. Hey, you know that's presidential. That is. That is. Damn it. That's presidential, baby. All There's right. one thing we know about being president. It's a lot more about, and this is across the aisle. This is like an old maxim that's known. The things that it takes to get elected president, unfortunately, are often the exact opposite of things that it takes to be a, a genuinely good president. <laughs> Fake it so, uh, it's quite so hard, so hard to find one, damn it. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's a tough job to fill. All right. Um, J.J. Watt is retiring from football. That day is here. He'll play two more games, and then he will walk off into the sunset Let's relive some of the magic of J.J. Watt as a Houston Texan. The highlights of Watt's career is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 